Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back. Actually, we're not back. This is the inaugural Tip of the Mint Fishing Report with Brian Kosminski. Brian, how you doing? I am excellent, sir. How are you? I am living the dream and trying to stay out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we're all trying to stay out of trouble. Yeah. We're all just trying to contain our excitement up here. We're, we're on the edge of the hex, the verge of the big hex hatch. Yeah, but I guess, you know, the, the downside of that is you've got a little bit of weather funk, right? It's turned cold and rainy, which is certainly going to shut the bugs down for a while, right? We finally did get some much-needed rain this year. Uh, last night, we got about a half inch of rain in northern Michigan. Storms, thunderstorms rolled across uh, the Michigan-Ohio-Indiana border, and we've got some much-needed rain. However, the middle, the early part of June, June 10th, we had temperatures 90 degrees, and clay was baking and bugs were hatching. And we were a little bit uh, over anticipant, uh, anticipatory of the hex hatch happening before people were able to come up and enjoy it. So I think right now we're in a holding pattern, slow down, if you will, and we're looking at doing more isos, drakes, um, surface emerger feeding that might be for the opportunistic trout that's looking up for a big bug, I guess is your best way to describe it. Got it. So how does that break down on a day on the water, like putting aside the night fishing stuff? So you're talking about you're going to, while it's cold like this, you're going to have to start nymphing and then maybe kind of, you know, show them a Big Mac every now and again to see if you find a really good fish? You know, we still tend to avoid the nymphing just because the uh, large amount of woody debris that we have. Uh, I will start my guys off throwing some smaller streamers, you know, like a Feldar bugger or small circus peanuts, something that's going to be leachy. Um, just working the water and we're still going to go out in the afternoon and evening because we want to be out there at the nine, 10, 11 o'clock hour when the bigger fish are looking up and we're still going to throw a big buck. You, you can't dismiss a fact that a big trout could still take a, a hex gun or a hex spinner if it floated by his head. It's hard for you to resist a, a T-bone steak when it's offered to you, you know, if you're going to choose that or a, a wimpy cheeseburger, you're going to go for a T-bone. So. We're going to put that out there and see what we can do. It's just changing the game and being ready to be flexible. I think the hardest part about this is going into an evening knowing you've got 30-mile-an-hour winds and we just got a whole bunch of rain. I'm going to have to work three times as hard to put my guy on a fish, and that's exactly what I'm going to do because I know the fish are there. I just hope the weather pattern doesn't shut them down. Yeah, and obviously that makes the casting really tough, particularly if you're fishing after dark. Oh, especially with new guys. You know, they're, everybody's so excited. This week, the third week in June, you, the first, it's summer now. It's, this is when the big bugs happen, and people have marked this date on the calendar six months ago. And now we're looking at maybe it will be an okay night. So, you know, when you get, here's the other thing, too. A lot of people dismiss, oh, we got three 20 inches last night. That wasn't a great night. I mean, any other day, on any other river anywhere USA, that's an awesome day. So you can't discount the fact that you got three decent fish. They weren't 24 inches because it was a hex night. You know what? It's still a good night fishing and you had a good time. So I think we need to requalify our our experience and make it an enjoyable experience no matter how you look at it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, gosh, just being outside and uh, being away from technology and being in nature is, you know, I like catching fish, but that other stuff's really important too. Just floating down the river, exactly. And uh, seeing different water or being on the water with different people and sharing different memories. I had a weekend this past weekend with some Grand Rapids Trout Unlimited members that I've been fishing with for almost a decade. And 
I've known some of these guys for over 30 years, and it's it's great coming back together and watching their kids grow, especially with their kids, and learning what's happening with their families. That's, that's what it's all about, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, just a little bit of tip and technique tactic stuff for folks just to give them a little bit of an idea. You know, if they're out on their own, they don't have a chance to fish with you, what would you suggest they be doing? We've talked a little bit about the bugs, but you want to share maybe flies and uh, terminal tackle? Sure, absolutely. Uh, Tim Neal and Jerry Regan up here are both classic Michigan-style flyers, fly tires, and I, I use a lot of their patterns. They've got the spent wings, a lot of deer hair hackle, a lot of uh, squirrel tail, shuck tails. But we're also going to be using a little bit of modern technology. I like using Scientist Angler's uh, Frequency Glow Magnum line. And you don't have to light the whole line up. You can just light the end of it up so that new, new casters at night can see where they're putting their fly. And you don't always have to use it's an 11 foot or 12 foot leader. Often I'm using something in the seven and a half to nine foot zero X to two X. Sometimes I'll even use a bass leader. I've got the, the strength and the diameter, of the, the leader to flip over a bigger fly. And I need something that's definitely going to be somewhat of a goat rope to be able to hold on to a 20, 24 inch fish. If a fish does take that big fly and take it down. You got to remember, you're casting big flies and you're doing it in the dark. I'm always wearing sunglasses, and after the sun goes down, I put on safety glasses. I highly recommend everybody else who goes out there buy a pair of just construction clear safety glasses because you don't want to you don't want to impair the one thing that helps you do this, and you only get one set of eyes in your lifetime. And you got to keep those guys precious. Yeah, absolutely, and wear a ball cap too because it's no fun taking a hook out of the back of your head either. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, and it's a bug issue. Um, weight rod wise, anywhere between a five and a seven foot, or five and seven weight. I I like a six because I can still move a fly and I can still control a fish. Once in a while, some guys want to use a four weight. I think you're underpowering a fish when you get into something that's over twenty inches and and he's taking you down in the wood. You might tire a fish out too much, and it might take you a little bit too long to revive the fish. Definitely match your your tools and your weapons to the the animal that you're you plan on facing so go at the game with a six weight you'll have a lot more fun you can overline your line by a, a weight size if you need to just to make the cast because they're going to be shorter generally i much rather see my client make 20 casts that are only 10 foot long drifts instead of 10 casts that are 20 foot drifts meaning that fly gets more chances over the fish's head and the fish might take it with just a out of out of ratios um you don't need to cast a, a 30 foot cast in the dark. The fish are right next to the boat. You don't need to be lefty prey all, all night long, you know? Yeah, there you go. And, you know, uh, before, uh, before I ask you to give folks all your information and all that kind of good stuff, a couple of housekeeping items. First of all, I want to give a shout out to our friends at Norvice for generously sponsoring the fishing report. And, you know, folks, you owe it to yourself. Uh, if you head on over to www.nor-vice.com, you can check out all of the great products. Tim and Tyler just put out a great email uh, for Father's Day, kind of outlining all their great stuff. Probably the newest thing that they have are their new shank jaws. And those were a super hot item when they came out. They literally sold out in minutes on the website. Tim and Tyler have reloaded. You know, great for tying game changers. You know, great for holding intruder shanks. So I know you may not be thinking as much about being at the vice right now, but you always need to crank out a few bugs. You should head on over there and check it out. 
And then the second thing, folks, is we love questions on the Articulate Fly. You can email them to us. You can shoot them to us on our Facebook, our Instagram page. And if we use your question, I'm going to send you some Articulate Fly swag. And cause we're going to talk about this a little bit uh, offline, we're going to have something else we're going to throw in for a drawing at the end of the season. So great way to get great info and maybe get some really cool swag too. And you know, Kaz, I know you probably pulled off on the side of the road heading to the river to talk to me this afternoon, but why don't you let folks know where they can find you uh, so they can book in fish with you? Absolutely. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at True North Trout or on the social www.truenorthtrout.com anytime. Uh, going back to the Norvice, I've been tying on that new jaw and I'm loving how well it holds on to larger size hooks if I'm doing a, a mouse fly or even smaller hooks if I'm doing chubby Chernobyls or even some of my drink patterns. That device has amazing holding power. Yeah, and I haven't had a chance to play with it, but my understanding is it's an incredibly versatile set of jaws. It's not just for tying and articulated streamers. I agree. Completely agree. It, it, it fits a, a niche right in between the other two that we had before, so I'm loving it. There you go. And listen, folks, great time of the year to be outside. Uh, get out there and catch a few tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, cause. Thank you. Have a good one. You too.